Welcome to the St. Michael Daily Meditations for Lent. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is In the Garden. When Jesus faced his deepest trial, he prayed in the garden. As we struggle with our own trials, Jesus walks with us and calls us to a deeper life of prayer and commitment to God's love. As Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. A reading from Genesis chapter 42. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why do you keep looking at one another? I have heard, he said, that there is grain in Egypt. Go down and buy grain for us there that we may live and not die. So ten of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt. But Jacob did not send Joseph's brother Benjamin with his brothers, for he feared that harm might come to him. Thus, the sons of Israel were among the other people who came to buy grain, for the famine had reached the land of Canaan. Now Joseph was governor over the land. It was he who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed themselves before him with their faces to the ground. When Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he treated them like strangers and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? He said. They said from the land of Canaan to buy food. Although Joseph had recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Joseph also remembered the dreams that he had dreamed about them. He said to them, You are spies. You have come to see the nakedness of the land. And they said to him, No, my lord, your servants have come to buy food. We are all sons of one man. We are honest men. Your servants have never been spies. But he said to them, No, you have come to see the nakedness of the land. They said, We, your servants, are twelve brothers, the sons of a certain man in the land of Canaan. The youngest, however, is now with our father, and one is no more. But Joseph said to them, It is just as I have said to you, you are spies. Here is how you shall be tested. As Pharaoh lives, you shall not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Let one of you go and bring your brother, while the rest of you remain in prison, in order that your words may be tested, whether there is truth in you, or else, as Pharaoh lives, surely you are spies. And he put them all together in prison for three days. Here ends the reading. The story of Joseph is one of my favorites in all the Bible. Joseph is one of Jacob's 12 sons, but Joseph is loved intensely by Jacob and creates jealousy among his 10 older brothers. Joseph is tricked by his older brothers and sold into slavery. By the grace of God, Joseph finds his way to Egypt and rises in the ranks to be number two in the whole country. At this point in the story, a famine has swept over the entire region, plunging everyone into desperation. But Egypt, Egypt has huge stores of grain because of Joseph's foresight, and the people in the surrounding areas are forced to bargain with Egypt to stay alive. Into that moment comes today's story. Today's story is pretty harsh. Joseph's ten brothers come groveling to Egypt for enough grain to keep from starving. And Joseph, although still unknown to them, is quite heavy-handed. We know how the story ends. We know that the brothers repent and Joseph forgives them and brings the entire extended family to Egypt where they are safe. We know how the story ends. But today, we're in the middle, and the conflict is red-hot. Now, red-hot conflict? That's not foreign to us. 
Just consider the conflict swirling around in our world today. So many people, dare I say most people, have lost the ability to agreeably disagree. Most people treat any disagreement with anyone over anything as the absolute worst possible thing and then begin to treat people badly because of their disagreement. Now we can spend a lot of time focusing on the validity of one side versus another, but at its root, the conflict we experience here is just like the conflict experienced by Joseph and his brothers, and it all centers on the fundamental resistance to seeing the human in one another. The root of ugly disagreement is the dehumanization of others. Now, perhaps this is nothing new to you, but I invite you to consider its spiritual ramifications. We believe, indeed we know, that God created everything in our world. We know that God created each one of us, you and me, in his image. And we know that every person, every other person, is created in God's image too. That means that each person is endowed with a little piece of God inside them. Each person is given the profound love of God from the moment they are created. That, that's a very inconvenient truth. It's inconvenient to believe that every person has a piece of God's divine truth in them. To know the truth of God's divine love in each person necessarily means that we must respect each person, treat each person with dignity, and in fact, we must, must love them or at least attempt to love them just as God loves them and just as God loves us. The truth of God's presence in each person means that treating them badly is treating God's child badly. And so the world tries to flip that script. Rather than live into the divine inside each of us, the world teaches us that some people, kind of like those people, are not like us. Those people who think differently and believe differently and act differently aren't like us. They are indeed different. Now, once we begin to believe that others are different, it's an easy step to say that others are not created in God's image as we are and that they are not worthy of love and respect. Now, when that happens, when we have fully dehumanized those who disagree with us, then we can treat them however we want to treat them without any concern. Joseph's older brothers allowed their jealousy to change the way they saw him. They began to see him as less than human, and that meant they could sell him into slavery. What might seem impossibly horrible to us is really just an expression of the dehumanization we're all tempted into. But we can resist that temptation. We just need each other's help. As a Christian family, as a group of people who choose to follow Jesus together, we can remind one another of who we are created to be. When we get tripped up and when we fall, we can help one another back up. When we begin to mistreat or demean others, we can remind one another to be respectful. And when we risk living in ways that are not loving, we can be reminded to always choose love. Being part of a church is what holds us to the standard set for us by God, and we walk the journey of Lent together. I hope you are willing to be humble. I hope you are willing to submit yourself to the reminders of who God made you to be that surround you every day. We are called to be present to one another, and in doing so, choose to love today and every day.
Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, whose glory it is always to have mercy, be gracious to all who have gone astray from your ways, and bring them again, with penitent hearts and steadfast faith, to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word, Jesus Christ your Son, who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God forever and ever. Amen.